We're going to talk about What's up, what's up, what's up Hey, hey Welcome everybody out to another episode of Good, Good Story. Story Got a special guest out today We got a special guest, we got Leroy We got Big Buddha in here I'm They call me Hobart Hobart <laughs> You know, we like to apologize. Our boy Strons is not in Again. with us. He's out there saving the world. Just like in school. Just skipping school. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> but, hey. I'm glad I showed up. Yeah. yeah. I would hate to hear what y'all said. No, we invited him. And then, oh, bro. Then he big timers. That's what Man. I mean. Hey. That's why I answered call. We had a... A bag full of bad stuff to say about you if you didn't come. So yeah, you know, aside did, from the stuff you say to my face, <laughs> wow, a, that's crazy. I mean, we don't want to say too much. There's a, there's a Fijian guy that we we ran out of bad stuff to say to him. That's at BYU because he, we call him the High Maka Maka Fijian. Wow. That's what we call him. Hey, I ain't got a problem with that guy, but Bula this guy Naka. does. You know, saying Bula Bula, Bula. <laughs> you know, just to give a background on our guest tonight, um, just to let you know. He has appeared in some feature-length films and opened as a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. for Ari Spears, Bill Bellamy, Tracy Morgan, just to name a few. Mm. He has helped coach East High girls basketball to their Shout out East first State and champs. second state title ever. State champs. But you, know, but you know him because... He has been in a part of he has been part of Utah's media. He you know, I gotta it's in Chinese. <laughs> Anyways. For twenty years. For twenty years now, guys. Man. He's not even done yet. I was currently only one. When he was currently he wow. is running a non profit Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mind foundation and beautiful sharing his story of survival. There we go. And a message of prevention and self love and care. And he's also been in in uh, in radio for years, years for years. The original hip hop station, yeah. So like all the way from California, all the way here to Utah, this guy, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, Big Buddha, Utah's own. Love you guys. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. So well, welcome. Well, well thank welcome, you. Big Buddha. Thank you. Man, what you been up to, man? Uh, mostly nothing. Man. Well, tell us about <laughs> I know, nothing. I follow you on TikTok. You yeah. always doing something well, on TikTok. Hey, man, I follow hey, you. you starting to do TikToks like Asuelu, though, baby. Shoot. No, no, no my, my English got better English. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you speak good English. No, you speak good yeah, English, yeah, yeah. too. That's oh. just for the camera. Remember, oh, wow. he, remember he was a cruise director. He really? Was, he, man, he was an activities director on a cruise ship. That's, no. That's how he got. No, no, check out. Okay, you want to put game? Let's be real. Man, let's be game. He was an activities director on a cruise, and that's how he met his wife. Wife. That's the whole what? thing. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, you didn't hear that man. from the. Mo- he lives in St. George, man. I'm about this. Oh, no, you listen to this show. Don't lie. Tell the truth. You what he ran. Asuelu. At, yes, on a cruise ship. Asuelu. I don't. Wow. I can't, come that, on. Charlie, he was just make an act for one of my For the money. He got a PhD in hey, I'm just He on TLC selling it, bro. But I'm telling yeah. you. He, and don't tell Good me for that. Him. Good the for mom, him. The mom yeah. and them, that's it all an act? Come on, man. I, 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 well, okay. Don't act. Let's let's just let's be okay. honest. Okay. As Polynesians, okay. right? Okay. If we're doing something like that, right? The normal, the normal way you do stuff, that's not enough for us. We're always the extra, right? So maybe, this is just me. Maybe okay. the producer said, shouldn't you be a little bit more upset? 
Like this? Hey, I'm, you don't give me a man <laughs> like, like that? Is that a way to do it? I'm just saying, I don't know yeah. how much of it's real. Yeah. I don't know how much of it is. Right now, Leroy's culture shock right now. Are you culture yeah. shock, bro? Because he sound like he got a PhD in fobinicity. Oh, like man. PhD. No, I'm sure he, the producer was like, man, you ever watch that fresh off the boat? Man, you need to throw a little bit of ethnicity in there, man. They're all Asian. How much more ethnicity? They're all Asians. I don't. Well, you know, you know, the, you know, <laughs> the whole show that's hey, about yeah, off but the boat, you know, I'm but talking the, about for oh, you Polynesians. like canoes, you want canoes, oh canoes, yeah, canoes, because we can't take boats. The Asians hey, have boats. You know what? Well, I I wouldn't want to, you know, we say fob, <laughs> but I don't want to say the fok. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, fresh I, off the currents. I, I can't Is knock. I can't, I can't knock the boys' hustle. You know, yeah, I can't. Yeah, for sure. You know what? You know, yeah. You know, you know what? Do Sell you. your game. Sell your game, baby. <laughs> you know. Sell your game. I, I just know how our people are, so I'm not going to avoid the question. Um, I, I'm no longer at Fox. If that's uh, oh, okay, I've, mm. I've taken a step away um, to try to take care of my mental health and some other personal problems. But uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay in this market. You know, uh, there's some things happening in the horizon that I just can't talk about. Yeah. Uh, as far as the the news side, but. Uh, I just want to say thank you first to the people of Utah, my my Pacific Islanders, Samoans and Tongans. Because I, I can't I can't do this without them. You know mm. they they gave me love and support since '96. I've wow. been doing this business since '90s. I don't know anything else. Man, I was wow. two man when you started Dang, that stuff. Was man. Enjoy. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you was too looking Lucky like my twelve. Watching, I could say something. And Keaton, right and Keaton wasn't even born yet. Wow! 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 So either that means I don't know how to do anything else, or I'm pretty good at what I do. No, I don't know. Very, <laughs> very good. Very, <laughs> Just kidding. Very yeah. good at what you do and groundbreaking. And, 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 and I, I've been proud of this cousin because every time we. Everybody, you know, like the Jets, they came out. Those are my cousins, uh-huh. you know. But then when my cousin came on TV, I was like, yeah. no, no, that's my real cousin. I'm named after him. You oh, know, sorry. You, like, hey, hey, I, was, hey. I was younger. My kids, my kids used to say that. We just saw Uncle Big Buddha. He told me that you were named after him. Like, yo, let me tell you something. He's only like three years older than me. Though. You know what I mean? So, but my kids love watching that morning show. And and you you brought a whole, because now you got a lot of imitators that are out at different stations. And I'm going to put that out there because I'm saying y'all copy my cousin because they got a lot of morning shows that you come know out. What? These little dudes trying to do some crazy stuff. My cousin's the first to, to go down in his, uh, down the, the water slide wow. and the bubbles Man, and stuff like that with his shirt off. <laughs> You know Man. what I mean? Ain't wow. nobody done that butt naked like that. But wow. hey, a lot of edit, and and I'm telling you, they had a lot of edits that was in those those things in the morning. A lot of Man. it was live. I remember it was live. And I, and me and my wife back in the day, I don't know if anybody can remember this. We used to have a titties girl that was out at Eagle Mountain. My cousin came out, opened that up, you know, and and helped us, you know. And, because and that's it was he, a good story for the community. Right. Nothing else. That, that's, so what that's, that's what I'm trying to tell people. You know, anything for the Polynesian community. I. I'm very proud of the fact that when I came on to the scene, I really did my best to try to put our people places where they weren't. Before I was on, we never highlighted Juneteenth. Never. Okay. I was the first one to highlight Juneteenth. And for years, big, I big. was the only that's one. Yeah. Now, now everybody's celebrating it it's because a federal it's, holiday. It's, it's a federal holiday. A federal but holiday. I was the first reporter to do it here in Utah. They weren't doing it in California. Mm. They weren't doing it in New York. Nobody wow. wanted to do it because they were afraid. But this gal... Um, Betty White. That's that's her name. Betty White in Ogden. My the girl Golden Betty. Girls? No, no. This oh. she, she's African American. Okay, but her name's okay. Betty White. Oh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she was responsible for reaching out to me. And says, "Hey, we got this thing Juneteenth." I didn't know what it was. She broke it down. I'm like, 
that's important. Put we should feature. Game. I went back to uh, the the TV station. I told them what it was. They're like, how come we never heard of this? We should be featuring. And then every year we went out to Ogden to feature, and it just grew and grew. But but we were just doing our part yeah. to to make sure everybody understood what it was. But now. Now everybody is celebrating Juneteenth. Now you feel you're more well educated. Yes. That. Now, we, the, now everybody yeah. knows what it but is. But that was my point is that tell us a lot of that. I mean, so you just named one. Tell us about some groundbreaking stuff that you did besides being the first Polynesian Samoan feature reporter on TV. Tell us about some of the first when you first came on. One of the things that it's still it's still uh, Fox's biggest franchise is Cool School of the Week. So when I started doing yep. radio in the Bay Area, uh, we would go out with the mixers, kind of like how they're doing it here with U92, where they would send out lunch mixers. Yeah. So we started that up in the Bay Area, and we went out and we did lunches for high schools, junior highs, anybody, because we were trying to promote the station. What happened was it became like this cool thing. Taco Bell jumped in, McDonald's jumped in, Burger King jumped in, and they would give the free lunches to the kids. All we did was mix and so throw out T-shirts and CDs and like that. So for me... Something happened in my head, and I said, you know what? If I can ever get my own show, like a like a radio show, I want to highlight teachers because my parents are teachers. And yeah. I, I'll, a lot of my aunties and uncles are teachers, and they never get the love that is due. You know, it's a thankless job. So when I joined Fox, they asked me right off the bat, hey, what are some ideas that you've always wanted to do? And I told them about Cool School of the Week, but I, I approached it from a, a numbers standpoint the way i sold it i didn't sell it to them like it's kids and teachers i sold it to them like imagine you have a drill team 30 girls that's 30 households watching your station yes 30 grandparents watching your station i said i'm i'm not dumb i said i'm not doing this because i said i'm doing it yes for the community but i'm also doing it right. for my longevity of my job i got to give wow. them something that is going to show them right yep. so to this day it's still the most successful franchise that they have at fox and i'm proud that i started it they're going to continue on that legacy but for me, I was more proud that we got to see more Polynesians yeah. on TV because if you went to a school and you highlighted the football team, there right. were a lot of Polynesians. If you highlighted the volleyball team, there were a lot of Polynesians. So I wasn't really trying to go against the grain. I was trying to use it and try to uh, slip our people in until it became a regular. If you remember, every year, I think it was after my third or fourth year, every year after that, I went to Polynesian Days. It was an yeah. automatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Flag, I, yeah. West yeah. Fest, right? Yeah. Things that a lot of uh, minorities weren't getting the shine, but credit to Fox, they were really like, yeah, go get it. Go do it. Let's, so they really empowered me to go get the, the minority businesses, the minority events, uh, especially specific Islanders. And I mean, when Rock, when, when the number one guy in Hollywood is Polynesian, of course, anything you do, you, if you can reflect that, it, it, it right. shows it shows good. It shows up well, is right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? A diversity. Nice. So that's that's the one thing that I can say that I brought to the table that's still around. And I I, I, I touched uh, – I can't say that anymore. I didn't yeah, touch yeah, – yeah. I, I <laughs> No touching. No touching. No touching. Uh, I was able to reach. I was able to reach yes. uh, kids. Um, and show extend, them that they extend, extend a hand. I don't think you can say branch. that either. Uh, oh, now I didn't say extends, but anyway, yeah. anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, along the same lines, you're probably one of the most recognizable. I would say, one of, if not the most recognized Polynesian here in Utah. Uh, people always, of every race, you guys know Big Buddha. Yeah, man, that's my cousin. Man, we used to kick it, play marbles. I used to beat him in marbles. You know, one, two, three, like that. But anyways, wow. Now as we we lean now we Pastor see those are polos. We, we, <laughs> those are marbles. Sorry, we, my bad. We we see Big Buddha. We're just keeping rolling because we're a family show. But anyways, yes. As, yes. Now we see Big Buddha now, 
and we see a seasoned vet, somebody that's that's expanded his brand. And and that's what I always talk about. We have we've had Pukanakua, we've had my own son on here, we've had other people, and we always tell them who you are is your brand. That's who you represent. Mm-hmm. And the brand's gotta be honest. It's gotta be sincere. It's gotta be who you are. Most and definitely. as and as you evolved, we see this brand, Beautiful Life. And uh we talk you, you mentioned a little Beautiful bit about mind. Men. But it's a life beautiful, too. Beautiful, foundation. beautiful mind. BMF, beautiful mind foundation. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful so it's mind. it's a you know. Let's talk about that. It started it started off because um so we were all going through it you know with the pandemic. I remember it March eleventh uh twenty nineteen um it was twenty twenty right it was twenty twenty sorry the, the pandemic but it was March eleventh uh that was when uh, Rudy Gobert right that that yeah. whole thing happened. Yeah. Just I'm positive. out in the field. Um, the call comes. Everybody got to come back to the station. Something's happening. Shut down. Oh, except for you. We need you out there to keep things going because we don't know what's happening. So I'll a filler. So, so I went, I still did my job. So nothing changed for me uh, in the pandemic. You, you can go back and look. Everybody else had changed going to Zoom. Everybody, whatever. Not, not just our station. Every station had changed except for me. My job did not change. In fact, I was sent out more. You know, I was going out more because I felt it was important. Yeah, uh, we did a franchise. Actually, that's another thing that I'm proud of. Uh, during the pandemic, we started a franchise called uh, Now Open in Utah, and I would go to lift small businesses to show people yeah. that during the COVID, they're still up and running and they're practicing safe. So I started that, and then that was it. They never brought me back into the studio. So I had already started hosting uh, the talk show uh, in the afternoon, but because of COVID, and I was already out in the field, I had to stay out in the field. So I couldn't come back to the studio. I couldn't do anything else except for my live appearance. So everything I did was out in the field. You were the war. You were the war uh, on-site reporter. Yes, b- boots on the ground. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was. Bombs blowing up in the yeah, back. You exactly. were that guy. What's that guy's name again? Hobart Awilua. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how crazy. Yeah. And then you know, so I think the circumstances all contributed to my mental health. And but the start of it was 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 then. The next week, the earthquake happens. Now, remember, nobody's oh, out. Right, everybody's right. at Zoom. Everybody got sent home except for me. They don't. You don't send the class clown to the earthquake, but because we had nobody else, they right. sent me to the earthquake. So I was, like, talking about the bricks falling down. I said, it's magna. I mean, yeah, really? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. people were getting mad at me, but I'm like, well, that's what happens when you send a freaking jokester. Yeah, exactly. I know. I was trying to like, tell people so that. So did you offend some people? Some people got mad at me because I was saying, well, look at look at the cracks in this building. Man, it must have been a great earthquake. Well, I mean, it's magna, though, but it's going to be, yeah, people wow. got mad at me. And I was just like, but y'all thought the same thing. I know some old timers from magna. They take pride in Oh, yeah, magna, I know. But, 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 but what he's saying is, yeah, if yeah, a tree I get it, falls I get it, I get in it. magna, yeah. do you, did it really fall unless somebody saw it? just looked like the earthquake mm-hmm. cut his tree for free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I said exactly. stuff like that, but I was trying to explain to people, I'm not a reporter. I said I'll report in my own way. If I if you send me out to a drive by, this is my report, man. They missed a lot of shots. Look at all these freaking cases right here, man. Because that's just the way I am. Yeah, right. They yeah. have to tell me now. Now report the facts and tell this. Don't put any of your flavor in it. Then I have to be like, uh, thirty shots were fired. There were two sets, but you know, there's yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. But if they say, hey, Buddha, go out there and cover it. If they don't give me any instructions, I'm going out with my own yeah, thing. Yeah. They one one time they sent me out to uh oh to ask uh, BYU students when President Hinckley passed away. Uh 
I'm oh, like, no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to a donut shop. I get a call. Hey, President Hinckley just passed away. We need you to go to BYU and get student reaction. I'm like, like, like the president of the church, like the real president, like he really did, right? He did. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Buddha, we need you to go out there. So I'm, I'm dressed like I'm going to go out. Like I got shorts and I'm dressed as a feature reporter. Hey, man, how do you feel about President Hinckley? What happened? Oh, he passed away. What? Oh, my gosh. Well, my president was President Kimbo. So I'm like, this wow. is the kind of stuff y'all want? This is what y'all want? I said, he was a great man. Hot man, come on, man. Yeah. Wow. Nick Mo, he brought Nick Mo. He brought. Yeah. What yeah, more? Man. But it, I totally I totally understand. Well, I don't understand because we weren't there. But now that you've given us <laughs> yeah. the, the thing, because we know what Big Buddha is. And so when you're putting something that's not in your element. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. That's, that's not your element. Yeah. That's, that's not who you are. Like if they put us on the, 20, the, the 6 o'clock news. We wouldn't know anything. We'd, exactly. We'd, you know, I could like read a you teleprompter. Don't, you don't get the weatherman to go talk about, like, unweathered stuff. Yeah. You know? But homicide. You, you don't homicide. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. Yeah. You don't, Unless fire. it's weather-related, yeah. right? Wildfire. Unless, what happened? Wildfire, lightning. That's how it all started. Yeah. Yeah. Let's if, talk to the weather guy. Could you imagine if they sent Big Buddha out to go look for Elizabeth Smart? Oh. Could you imagine? Oh, what it'd be like? man. He'd have been there like, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. But Simon will kick in, but he would walk oh, he I, would walk straight to somebody and go, Waka Koloi. Wow. We are a family show. Our so family say, like, started that way. But, anyway. But, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Good story. Anyways. Anyways. Yo, yo, I'm I just think saying. they call that a cuspin. I, it's a cousin and a husband. Cuspin. Anyway. Cuspin. Sorry. Yo, sorry. We even, we even learned a new word today. Yeah, a you know cuspin, a My dad came up with that word. I won't tell you where it comes from. Yeah, but he bro. Story. He we, we have a relative that we, I can think that where that came from. But anyway, uh, anyways, 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 Buddha. Let's, let's get back thing. to I'm it. Right. Okay, hold on. Sorry, Auntie. Let's, let's let's rewind back a little bit when we when we start talking about yeah. culture, right? Okay. I noticed that you've been like to quite a few different locations, helping others getting their bell. You know, I see you in there in the pictures, the videos, Kosui. Yes. Now, Koso means pull. Stretch, pull. Pull! pull. Yep. Yeah. Fuck! Fuck! No, pull. not that kind of pull. We're, we're, uh, we're stretching skin Stretch. to help yep. out tussle. the... Uh, tussle. Tussle. Yeah. tussle. Stretch. Tussle. So tell us a little bit about that journey or um, just your whole thoughts about everybody's getting a bit of because, you know, we got a lot of questions from... A lot of people. I, I would give you my to true, talk about honest opinions yeah. of what I know. Yeah, you know, speak about. on it. So, what what specifically do you want to start with? Well, first of all, let's get this out of the way. I know a lot's been asked about all the females that's go swing. Mm -hmm. Like, where in history did that start? Just out of curiosity, because people are asking us, and we feel like we need to be part of the people and ask for them. Uh, According to my studies, it's always been a part of that. Uh, and it's always been people who are related uh, to the person that is getting their tattoo. In uh, modern times, um, there are, in, in order to keep the equality, okay. right, it would be frowned upon if Samoan men came out and said, uh-uh, women cannot be here, women cannot touch this. And then on the reverse side, but you can touch them in their most sensitive areas. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, okay. right? So... For the females, uh, I have seen historical pictures where grandmas or aunties or whoever they are, they could yeah. be mom, are actually stretching uh, for both men and women. 
To my wow. knowledge, it's women who are related to the person that's getting the tattoo. So it could be a sister. Uh, the sister would never sit down by the legs, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, up, yeah. And there's certain parts where you wouldn't stretch. But uh-huh. for if it's your mother, she's seen it all. That's kind of the mentality. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can come and take care of him. That's my Kalayo, son. That's, that's my son. Yeah. Right there. I'm, I'm just translating. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's what a mom would say, right? Nice. So w- when I got mine, my dad uh, didn't tell my mom. He actually, I, I got forced to do my tattoo. It, it, I was, I was, I was cornered. I okay. was cornered in a way. So, so I was supposed to go to Hawaii to go to BYU Hawaii after my mission. Uh, I, I advice to my mom and everybody. I'm thinking Just I'm getting on up the cooking everything. bit where they yeah yeah. So I, I did a umu, I did everything. Like yeah. I'm going to Hawaii, okay. right? Because you take a also yeah from Samoa from Samoa. Yeah. Yeah. So we live in Viola. The drive from Viola to Fusi is about five to six miles. Viola means living water, and that's the village. Um, and so we're driving down, and I've always had this idea that I wanted to get my tattoo with uh, our other two cousins, Kapinitsa and Palemia Tafiti, because we made a pact okay. when I got to Samoa, uh, because I was never Samoan enough. Uh, why, why was that? Because I couldn't speak the language. Not for them, for, for the students. I mean, it's you get ridiculed. If okay. I went to Samoa, I couldn't speak a lick of Samoan at that time. And so the kids... Yeah, yeah, they couldn't understand it. Why? How can you be Samoan and not speak Samoan? But I just, I just couldn't. I understood what they said, but I couldn't speak it. So we made this pact that we're going to get our us together, right? These two graduate, they go on their missions, then they go to Hawaii and they leave me. So I get butt hurt and I'm like, F those guys. Our pact is over. We're not doing a pit. F that. So F means forget. Yes, yeah. or thank you, or yeah. family, or free, uh-huh. or you put the F you in fun. Anyway. Yeah. Because you have to have a saw. A saw. Yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah, yeah. You have to okay. have a, a partner a with partner, you. partner, yeah, sorry. Or approval. Or approval from your family, your mom. They should know. That way your mom can come and take care of you. Right. Right? So this dude, on our drive down to take me to the wharf, I'm thinking I'm going to Hawaii. He punks me just like every Samoan dad. Jolie, uh, uh, I thought you were going to get your pit done. Now you're going to America. You're probably never going to get it. Huh? And this is in Samoa. This is in Samoa. He's speaking in Samoa. We're, we're just coming down the road, and I'm just like, I just want to get on a boat. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get to Hawaii. You know, yeah. I just want to, you know, just, I just say McDonald's. whatever. Just say whatever you want. <laughs> what, whatever the old man yeah, has to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're coming down. I was like, Tsh. if there was a tattoo artist, that's see. <laughs> this dude, this ain't nothing, yeah. nothing. He turns into Auntie Meliseke's house mm. in Fusi. When we come up, the lights shine up into the foleo. Lafaele, sitting there, our cousin Lafaele, the Kufunga, and our cousin Pacolo. They're already waiting. This fool set, set it you up, up. <laughs> set me up. Wow. I was mad. I was so mad. So did the anger take you through the pain? I, that's 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 where my struggle happens, right? It's, we'll get to that here just a little bit. But I get there. We explain. We mark. I get down. And he goes through. It's about maybe six hours into it, all the way down uh, past my butt. And I'm crying because he stopped. And I'm saying, please. 
Okay, mga ayo umar pogi. I said I don't. I want to finish tonight. Wow. I said I don't want this makaivi. That's my dad. Yeah. because he's not gonna do anything. So I'm feeling like a little brave. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, mga ayo ngo for me makaivi there. I I come in a million fight. Okay, mga ayo umar pogi. Who's up okay? That's that's what I was saying to you. He wants to finish today, even if he dies. I don't care. I'm gonna show this man. I'm gonna show this dude. I'm about this life. Yeah. And the kufung is like. I will give you a book. I will cut it. Don't get smart. Go take a shower. So, hey. did they cover up the Park Village tattoo? I don't have a Park Village tattoo <laughs> oh. or a lot of Yipoy tattoo. Wow. Yes, yeah. Mike. I tell you what, you got one of the biggest tramp stamp ever, though. Uh, I like to look at it as a low rider plaque, but whatever. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. Yeah. 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 But that's that's how it happened. Hey, now, that's traumatizing. A lot of people don't because the, yeah. the people don't understand the amount of blood that you lose, the pain that's in there. So if they had a meter on scale one to ten, what are you hitting? We don't have we don't have a meter for for those pains, man. So in Samoa, the, the word in Samoa is Those are the last pains that a man will have to suffer. Wow. After that, everything else is a cakewalk. It's it's the craziest thing. Our people, I I, I read in this book that I have about the original Tatau. Uh, ta, ta, they said that the guys, the men and women that got the tattoos, they were treated and revered like they could do no wrong. Now, now, obviously they're human and they're fallible, but right, but but as a people to see that marking and think, oh yeah, you are elevated. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah you can yeah, do yeah, no. Yeah. It's like Sparta, it's like Sparta, you, you know. That's you come in. bro. I was telling Tanawai the same thing when we were there. I was like, Sole, this is your three hundred. Or don't pass your three. This right. is your three. They toss you off the cliff. They toss you off the cliff. But that that's the thing. As a kid growing up, I got in trouble a lot. I, I admit that. My mom though, she's listening to me. Who did and, it? And yeah. and I I was always threatened to. You're gonna go to Samoa <laughs> if you mess up again. We're sending you Samoa. And to me, that was like, nah, that ain't happening. Now when I see guys come back and they have their full pit and they came from Samoa, that's Sparta to me. Like not only did you go to hell. Yeah, to live, but you came back with the came marks back. of a warrior. Yeah, you know, like that's that's warriors breed to yeah. me. That's to me. We we have to understand too that colonization played a huge part in our tattoo culture, right? Um, when we believe in Christianity, we believe fully. So when when people, our church leaders, tell us, "Hey, no more dark practices like tattooing. No more dark practices like um, multiple marriages." Right? We had we have those kinds of things, and then. For us, we didn't have a king. Yeah. Samoa didn't have a king. A king umakanaka. Everybody's uh -huh. a king in Samoa. Uh -huh. Everybody got a matai. Everybody's a chief, right? So you kind of run your own ship. So that's why tattooing didn't die in the Samoan culture because we didn't have one king to tell us to that's stop. Enough, in Tonga, Tonga's king got converted to Wesleyana, to the Methodist church. And they said, hey, no more practice of dark arts or okay. practices. Tattooing, uh, multiple marriages, other things, even wearing shirts. That's yeah. where the shirt coming comes, uh, wearing comes in for Tonga because the people were so humbled and obedient to the king that they flipped over to Christianity. They started wearing shirts, but that didn't happen till after we were introduced to so Christianity and colonization. Let's talk about the Tongans, right? Let's talk yeah. about everybody from Tonga. Okay. okay. Now, there's so many people talking about, well, why does all the Tongans get it now? You know, like, what, what are your thoughts on, on all the Tongans getting it now? That's originally their culture. It's... It's part of their culture. Because a lot of, our, people, part of, a lot of people don't know about the, that part of Tonga. Again. You know what I mean? So Again, because they were, very, they were very obedient. Yeah. You know, imagine if we, it was your dad, right? Your dad says, Soli, from now on, no more tattooing. 
right? As a son, you really want to obey, but at some, if you want to get one, you're yeah. going to go get one, yeah, right? Yeah. So same thing happened in Thoma. If you look at it, it's not like nobody got tattoos on their arms. So there, it existed somehow in yeah. some form. 7,000 years old, that's how old the uh, tattoo implements that were found in Pea. Pea is a village in Tonga. Okay. Um, that's where uh, the tattoo artist came from that tattooed the king and the nobleman. So a lot of people don't know this, and I don't know if it continues today, but every Tuitonga, if everybody understands their history, the Tuitonga is a product of Samoa and Tonga together. Uh, that's the marriage. So every guy that led <laughs> afterwards, they have Samoan blood. They okay. have Samoan and Tongan blood. Yeah. And part of the pact was the king would have to get a ta 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 kind of like a, a pea, but it was their version. Yeah. So he, here, here's, you got to look at the history and you got to compare notes. Was it part of Tonga's culture? Yes. There are people today, uh, they're, they're much older and they've been around a lot longer, That hence much older, but they do remember Okay. That it was. Uh, even books by William Mariner, he talks about the markings in Tonga and how he and his cohorts now, what do you had to get Now, what are your thoughts on that book? Because a lot of people were having controversy over, like, oh, he was just a Palangi yeah. guy that was a little confused or drunk at the islands. You know, like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that book? You can be confused and drunk, but you cannot mistake the sight of having tattoo markings on a body. Do you know what I mean? Yes. He, there's no way you can make a statement like that and a statement that covers everybody when they can fact check you. I mean, he wrote it in the book. He drew the drawings. Um, so, so again, Tongans who say it's not part of their culture, it, it hasn't been part of your culture because the king said to stop doing it. That doesn't mean it's not Tongan. Yeah. I, I always ask people, I draw a triangle and I say, is that a Tongan triangle, Samoan triangle, Hawaiian triangle, or Tahitian triangle? It depends on how you pronounce it, triangle. Triangle, uh, right? And, and they, they can't give me an answer. It's yeah. a triangle. It's a yeah. triangle, right? So, again, there are motifs that are native to Tonga. There are motifs that are native to Samoa. Hawaiian? And Hawaiian, but yeah. they intermingle. Right. There's, yeah. there's no way that you can live because they didn't have a spoken language, a written language that passed down. So in order for them to do that, the markings, there's a, there's a ton of reasons why we did tattoos on our hands and our bodies. Identifications. We were decapitating our enemies. And so when the bodies are separate, we don't know whose head belongs to whose body. So you pick up the, oh, right here, this tattoo, I remember the, yeah. the fly was yeah. going inside the cave. It's and, like a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there were so many other reasons why we did tattooing. But but mostly recognition. Recognition. And, okay, the pea to me, it doesn't mean that you're ready to become a matai. The markings are an indication of your level of service, your commitment to your family, because you are now marked for life. Mm. You are now an officer in the Samoan, in the Samoan community and the Samoan culture. So I'm about anybody getting the tattoo. If you want to get the tattoo, you can get it if you can withstand the pain. My only request is that you should at least bare minimum know where to stand, the protocol. Even if you don't know how to speak, but you should know how to carry something for the sua, how to fa'umu, how to, because if you're in if you're in a place where there's no Polynesians, you look and you're Samoan, you need help. You look out and you see a guy with the pita. Sorry, come put on up, put on up. So, if he doesn't know, 
That's that's the part I'm saying. Yeah. You have to you have to at least know the bare minimum. It's like if you wear a Hell's Angels jacket. Right. If you wear the Hell's Angels jacket, you better get ready to take on all the responsibility that comes with that. Right. It doesn't matter whether Definitely. you got in just to be cool or to get chicks, you're wearing the cut. That, yeah. That's how I look at the belt. You're wearing the cut, man. Do yourself a favor because somebody will check you. Right. Fall in line, soldier. No, because we talk about food all the time. It's probably tell, but culture, food is culture. Now, my kids, man, I always tell them, can you guys peel a banana? A green banana. Do you guys know how to make a folly food? There's a lot of different things. And as you're talking, this is a, a perfect example of service. Because when you have our lovers, when you have... What is the main staple of a lot of this stuff? It's feeding the people. Mm -hmm. And if you're, like you said, if you're in, in the middle of South Dakota somewhere, I don't know if there's Polynesian in South Dakota, probably the oil fields. But anyways, if they're yeah, out yeah. there and you you have a father lava out there, you can look out and you see somebody with a bell. You better know how to do some stuff. Yeah. You better know how to clean that pig. You better know how to put it in the oven. Yeah. You better, yeah. Or, or you know, like I said, or even just the, just the protocol, right? Just to understand that because you have committed yourself to a culture yes. that, that you... 90% of your body is covered with a culture that you should know something about. Right. Yeah. That, that's all I'm asking. I'm not saying you have to be a, a, an orator. You have to know the, the, the uh, pleasantries. You don't have to know any of that. You should, but if your, if your um, involvement and your interaction with the Samoan community is just to fa'umu and carry a pig, Hey, I will, I will accept that because you know how to do it. But, but should you understand you, the language? You, well, because instructions are instructed in that particular True. arena properly, respectfully. You don't speak English in there. Right. It's a Samoan community. But I'm saying, we're not asking you to speak, but you should at least at a minimum understand. I, understand. I would say I, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn because we're letting any, any uh, Mary Joseph and Jay become a Matai if they have the money and can sign up. And here we are talking about getting a tattoo, something that's painful, and your own heart has to go through yeah. it. You're bleeding through it versus a Matai. I just give you $500, and now I'm part of I Can Make Decisions. With, with you saying that right now, yeah. all right, since we're talking about it, a lot of people ask that also. Do you think that the, the Tafungas is money-driven? How is it not? Yeah. Uh, it's ask money. Why didn't you ask money. me that question? Well, that, my, I, why didn't you ask me that question? I, look, I, I, I was talking about you money. ain't got no bell, homie. I, don't, I, I will don't say even, this. I got a tattoo, but I can't tell you what it says. Out of respect for the Tufungas, and I mean no disrespect at all because I love what they do. They're perpetuating our culture. Are they culture stewards? Are they at the gate making sure they're guarding our culture? Yes. They serve at the will of the people. That's one. Two, they cannot do this without money. Right. So is it driven by culture? Ah, uh, not driven. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's driven. It's I think part it's sprinkled it. on it. Yeah. Before it's driven okay. by be, be, well, not even before. Le, Le, Roy, check this out. Because they Every, fed them, they had to take care of them. That's a, right. that's an obvious. But thing. remember, money wasn't the way we did things back in Samoa. But you came out on top of your kufunga. I'm talking about twelve huge pigs, pigs yeah. at the minimum. Twelve almakuas. Wow. I'm talking about a sua. I'm talking about feeding him night and day. Housing. You have to you pay know. for his bus fare if he comes. Yeah. Wow. If he comes from somewhere, you got to pay for all of that. If he wants something in his eyesight, you got to give it to him. Yeah. Get I him had a Jordan. motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even ask like that. You know, Kaka. So, man, yeah, what a nice bicycle uh -huh. you have. Uh -huh. So, the whole edge is really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing yeah. you know, next minute. Yeah. Get my kufunga and my. It's my motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. How about happened? Just walk in and go, son, where are the keys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. What happened? Yeah. Uh -huh. so, no, so it is it is money driven. If they weren't making money, nobody would do it. No. 
Nobody would do it. Even regular tattoo artists. You You know, know, again, everybody that's listening right now, this all these questions are just questions that everyone's asking, and we need to ask the qualified people that has a pair and that (laughs) that has their own opinion. We're not here to disrespect anyone, so please fall back, homie. We ain't here. If you have any suggestions or have any comments, please feel free to call Strong's because he ain't here. But anyways, rolling along, I like the whole... I love my culture. Uh, don't get me wrong. But in every culture, there is some people that will stretch the lines of, you know, the culture. Like, mm-hmm. they'll they'll always bend it towards their benefit. And we understand that. My whole thing is, if people really understand what they're getting into, and I don't have no problem with people getting their bills. But, uh, again, if you're able to serve and and it has a meaning behind it. it's like what my son he always tells me i want to get a tattoo don't just get a tattoo because everybody get it get something with meaning mm-hmm. what does it mean you know so that to me is it's what it's all about it, it's funny you bring that up because i had this um when i'm going when i was first going through my mental health and uh you know suicide prevention thing uh i had this idea that i wanted to go back and redo my bill you know, because go back to what you asked me, was it the anger right. that pushed me through? And I thought that for a long time. I, I struggled. Uh, my, my dad was a heavy-handed guy like most of our dads. I mean, I, I always have to show this. That's my dad's right there uh, at a church school in Pesenga. That's his marking. My dad gave that to me. Stitches. Yeah. But, in, but I would tell people that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Birthmark. Thank you, cousin, for sharing that with us. Well, well, the reason why I tell you that is because we all go through our struggles, right? right. And so my dad was heavy-handed. He he beat the crap out of me every day. Um, but when he when he took me down and I was angry, I thought that's what pushed me through my bell, right? And so when I was going through this this struggle, I thought to myself, I'm going to say in the psalm one, and I'll translate. I'm, this is how, this is what I was saying to myself. I was man, I don't even think you have the balls to do a pair. It was because you were scared of your dad. You know, I'm having these conversations with myself, and then I had this epiphany. What if I went and did it again? Because I have heard people who have gone back to do it, and, and maybe that's what I need to do. I need to go back and prove it to myself if I'm, if I'm down, if I'm man enough. And then I had a conversation with uh, Lee Fiverr because I asked him about it, and he said, look, I can do anything you want, but why why would you put a sticker on a classic? I was like, right, right. but I'm like, come on, man, don't make me feel like this. Man, I, I my heart yeah. said, I want to get this done. And he said, look, your bell was done with the old school way. They don't do it that no more. They burn the candle nuts and they mix it with kerosene. We're not doing it with kerosene anymore because we have to follow health regulations. We have to do that in order for the culture to live. But the way it was done thousands, hundreds of years, it's still in you. Man, it made me feel like, I can't, now I got to go find a different way to cope with. You're like flammable now. So he said, (laughs) flame on, Uh, (laughs) I'm not coming out. Anyway, he he said to me, I think what you're looking for. (laughs) I think what you're looking for is, he said in the time, okay, okay, masalo kifiakoi. Maybe you want to feel the pain as a way to cleanse from your anger with your dad. And I said, nah, he just says to me, bro, you need to get over with your dad. Go figure it out. You're you're upset with your father. You got to forgive him. That's, that's what, that's what I can feel. And then then he said, then he said, this is what, what helped me. He said, does it matter how you got the, does it it matter? He said, Buddha, does it matter? 
You have it now. What you have something that guys are dying for. You push through. Let make it bully for. Man, this this fool made me think like, you're right. I have it. What 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 more do I need to prove I have it? Now I need to live up to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I need to push through and live through it. Not not live in the past and no matter what happens. So I, I realized at that moment that dad had blessed me with this fearlessness that a lot of us have. Sparta. Uh, when you go to school and a kid your size, your age says to you, I'm going to beat you up, and your dad is 500 pounds, and he's been beating you up, and you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you, What are you going to do to me that yeah. this 500-pound gorilla hasn't yeah. been doing to me? I'm still walking. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah, yeah bring it. So, so again, you have that. We all have that because our dads were built that way. So I don't, I guess in a clinical sense, we can say it's abuse, but that man gave me something that I can't, I can't, I can't buy. Right. And, and, and I see it because my two kids, my two older kids, I treated them the way my dad treated me. I was not a good dad. I was abusive. I was mean. I swore all those things. Then my wife steps in and threatens me with divorce. And then you go to counseling and you're still going to counseling and you fix your problems. But here's the thing that I've seen. The bottom three kids have never gotten beat up the way my two older kids have. There's difference. There's two, there's right, right, a difference yeah. in my, yeah. my, my set of kids. They're, they're the same kid. There's, there's different. These two, the top two, they're go-getters. They're fighters. I can see them in a confrontation. I'm not worried about them. They can handle their own. These three, they've never fought in their life. Yeah. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I hear them get all uppity, what about, say, hey, they so experienced. Uh -huh. well, sit down, sit down. They so experienced. You don't have hands. Yeah. Oh, my God, what? Come, you two. And then so I'm trying to re-input this fearlessness without having to F my kids up right. because I don't know. I'm trying to figure that part out. I, my, my older kids have helped me out. Yeah. They've forgiven me, yeah. but I still think I did some damage. So what I'm trying to do now, because I have grandkids, right? That's your, your, your forgiving yeah. grace. Yeah. I'm trying to put everything good in my grandkids. So those grandkids are spoiled right now. now. Well, yes. Yes, they yeah. are. So my next question is, now you're, the path has led you, and you talk about suicide prevention and all this stuff that is talked about. As the road leads to this, these are some of the things that you have talked about that has strengthened you and the things that you are you relaying this message to people that you talk to each day and what are some of the things that you've done to work past that? Um, you know, the self-care, the self-love is something that um, I think a lot of us Pacific Islanders have to learn. It's a tough thing. We're always about serving others. We're, uh, my mom would say, why do you worry about me? I said, mom, that's what I'm supposed to do, mm. right? We, we have that thing. Um, the only reason why I ask this question is because, I mean, I know you're gathering your thoughts, but what I'm trying to get to is that um, we've had the Sangato sisters that were on. You're talking about self-care and everything. They had a study that said that Polynesian women are some of the most... Um, how do, how do they say it? it mentally stressed. Like, like mentally a sponge. Right. No, they're, they're mentally stressed yeah, because yeah. in they our take culture, everything. yeah, our culture, they sweep everything under the rug mm -hmm. or they hold it all in and they don't know how to cope. I with can that. relate. I can relate, bro. Yeah, I had man, to put on that happy face every day. It wasn't, it wasn't right off the bat. I was having fun. Everything happens, but you know, just like anything else, your performance has to be about the ratings and this. And so 
what I what I wanted to do is I didn't want my presence on the air to suffer. That's my livelihood, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would save the good energy and the funny sh- the funny stuff for TV. I'd come home. I don't want to do nothing. Right. I'm tired. I'm. I can't. I I didn't balance. Right. I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Eventually, that crept into my personal life. The thing that I was my my job. The thing that I was safeguarding the most. Yeah. I, I, I didn't do it justice because I'd come home and I'd be this this crappy guy, this crappy dad, and I wasn't I was waiting for this when I should have tried to do more at home. Right? The so balance. The, the balance. Ba- there was yeah. no balance. Yeah. yeah. And so eventually I started becoming this mean a hole and I was I was not happy, but Everybody saw me at TV. They had no idea. I'm going home. I'm struggling. I'm I'm doing all kinds of stuff. So you're masking it at work. Pretty much. And then going home and just unload. Unloading. Not I'm yeah. not even unloading, just not even trying to be Checking part out. of the family. Checking I've checked out. out. Oh, yeah. I've you're checked isolating out. your mind. Yeah. And and kudos to my wife and my yeah. kids. They they didn't say, you know, abandon this guy, F this guy, what's he doing? Yeah. They saw something and they knew that there was a problem. So they just they just doubled down, you know. They yeah. they loved me more. They hugged, yeah, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know. They checked me, and I think as Polynesians we have that pride. Yeah. Again, mental health is one of those things where I could tell my mom, "Mom, I have mental health." Yeah, exactly. I'm sad. Yeah, what am I sad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would rather yeah. I am possessed by a demon, right? Because she understands that, you know. Right. Get a blessing. I'm just gonna share. You Might know, a match. Might a match. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh, right? Those kind of things. Bring but, the coconut shell. Click it on here. Right? So, so, so again, I... What, are you still going through those traditions or what? Wow. Hey, you know, we, we have similar paths, even though yeah. we have the same first name, but Buddha knows my dad personally, and, and, and so do you. He was... He gave a lot of those heavy-handed blessings. Oh, handshakes, bro. Yeah. And, but I remember as a kid sitting next to him in all these different cultural functions... My dad didn't have a title, but he was always the person that spoke, you know. And so when he spoke and a lot of these things that we talk about now, if I, I don't know, maybe I would just get slapped for no reason. Yeah. Because, yeah, you yeah, know, he was yeah. bored. Like there was a, a low who, in the in the conversation. He didn't get slapped for no yeah. reason. You know? And I'm like, well, I came to see like these to were the type of conversations that we would never have had back no. in the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Well, it's still kind it, of. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah. too, but yeah, and, and you tr- never tread lightly, tread baby. Lightly. Tread lightly. So, and, and, it was, and it was just because I didn't get up fast enough to take the bailo over to the other yeah. side. You know, and so it was ah, like at least, you know, tell me. But then, but then on the way home, I'm having an issue. I want to talk about it. Yeah. He ain't trying to talk about no it. He turned that, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. turning up that eight trash music and he's listening uh-huh. to that. And we're on our way home. Now we have a generation of kids that want to talk about it. And I'm a dad that I don't want to talk about it. So I get counsel like, you need to listen. You need to listen more because my kids, and uh, you both can, you know, relate to that. They want to talk about everything. Everything. And kids growing up, we ate second. We sat at a different area when the old people were talking. We had our own conversation. Now generations are different. And so leading into this mental health stuff, it affects them when they don't, they're not able to voice their opinion. And that's new to us, new to me. Right. The other thing, too, is when you try to bring up, like, uh, conversations, right, about mom or dad. Well, you remember that time when you hit me with the cricket bat? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I, I select selective memory. I, yeah. Yeah, I would never. Uh-huh. No, you ever. You See, ever. Yeah. I, I love, love you, son. But but then 
again, when you, because you're trying to have these conversations about let's close this, let's let's write yeah, it yeah, off, yeah. let's process it. They're not trying to hear. They that. can't. You can't process it as as a child. You can't process it because either your dad is really not believing that he did it, or again, selective, does or he just just wanted. But he doesn't. It. Maybe they don't know how to yes. to respond. I think that's it. So maybe how do trying to how, erase how it. do we move forward? Because if I tell my kids that, you know, you, and that's the story with everybody, most. Following people say, I walked uphill in the cold, whatever. Polynesian people, is, I used to get this kind of discipline. Yeah. But they can't relate. Yeah. How do we move forward from our kids and helping to relate? You know why I spank you? Because I love you. Yeah. I it, do this because I love you. Why, right. why are you stepping on my neck, though? Because yeah. I love Damn. you the most. Because I love you the most. <laughs> why, why you got a puppet in my head? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Because right I Right after that whooping. Oh, I, I love you. Statue, I like, or did your dad ever tell you to kiss him on the cheek? Man, my dad would do some dumb stuff like that. He beat the crap. Yep, so look, he's your daddy. I'm like, for real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, Ali. <laughs> or, or, why are you crying? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you yeah. Get hit, yeah. Like, and they keep hitting you. Yeah. Like, stop crying. Like, How can I, I stop if you yeah, keep exactly. hitting me? So it, <laughs> and, and that's what I mean. Poly problems. I can't really relate to the the kids nowadays, but how do we do that? Like, that's, that's I, the next step that we have. We have kids that are... Coming home off missions. I heard Tony Tony Kornheiser and uh, I, and I, I repeated earlier, but it's not. It doesn't come from me. It, I just remembered where I, where I heard it from. He's the one who said we need to. Uh, it was one of those guys from PTI. We need to start teaching our kids how to do dangerous things safely. So it, it gives them that adrenaline pump, uh, and, and they know what danger feels like. If they don't experience any dangerous things safely, how will they know danger when it comes to them? Yeah, tell them go outside, eat some dirt. <laughs> you know, something dangerous. Start with that. Go eat some dirt. Or, you, you gotta know, live life on like, the edge, or let your neighbor cough like, in your face. Like, that's dangerous like go, these days. Go drink some LA. Go drink some LA County water. You know yeah. what I mean? Like stuff or like magna that. water. You know, yeah. hey, during whoa. an earthquake. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's leave magna alone. But yeah. anyways, anyways, Bricks on the floor. You want to live? Go to go to someone flag day. Get up on the stage and say, "F someone." Now that's living. Yo. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think West Ooh. Valley has something like that going on. Even, I, even Samoans. Samoans want to go do it. Go do it. Go you don't do care. It. You know, and, yeah. and and I find out like we've had uh, Hunter that was here from Rose Park. That there's Hunter Ava. Hunter Ava. Shout out to Hunter. But there's a lot of different. Uh, Kids that go through different things. She talked about diversity here at BYU yeah. coming straight from Rose Park, and that was something big for us moving here from from California in the in the early eighties. Coming here, and we moved to Clearfield. Now you want to talk about you want to talk well, about? Well, I bet you got some stairs. Yeah, yeah. But, but you talk about diversity, and then we got these kids that are coming in like, oh, life is so hard. I, mean, I don't think you guys understand that every family during that era here in Utah that were Polynesian, everybody had a part time. Everybody cleaned theaters. Everybody yeah. cleaned buildings. Everybody you know, worked for like, the airlines. Every everybody and our kids nowadays are like they got their own phone, they got their oh. own cars. You know what yeah. I mean? So we're trying to make sure that the culture, which we, to me, I, I define culture as working. Like yeah, you work, work I don't, ethics. I don't, and, and so when you're trying to relate to kids, they want to talk about mental health. And to me, the same dad, I feel sad. Yeah, I got me sad. Yeah. you know what is that? Or I got me ADHD or anxiety. Uh -huh. me. You know they they don't understand that. But my kids want to. I got anxiety, and then the first thing that comes to my mind, I suck it up. I've been anxiety. I my fruit. What's anxiety slash name? Uh, <laughs> are, are we related we to her? No, go, go run around outside till you run uh, off that anxiety. Oh, you know sorry, I thought you meant the girl's name's anxiety. anxiety. Anyways, but I'm I'm trying to you know touch on this because we have a lot of we we have a lot of young people that listen you know and and yeah. they they are very interested to hear about. 
you know, because sometimes Hollywood sensationalize a lot of that sometimes stuff. okay well all the time because that's what all sells the, that's, that's how they do it that's that's how yeah. that's what yeah. sells but in the when, news they say if it bleeds it leads yeah. that's what we say but you know when you have an earthquake and you send you out to magda you know that ain't any kind of airtime but yeah. anyway that was the only thing that happened <laughs> Remember, that was the only thing that happened yeah, after right. the pandemic. Every everybody was out there we like, oh, great but, news. But, that's, but that's the most dangerous thing that happened in their lifetime. Is yeah, Corona. yeah, Corona. They shut the country down, you know, and then a marvelous the world. Yeah, they shut, they the, shut the world, world down. World. And now it's back up and running. And now what are they going to talk about? High gas prices. High gas prices. You know, so high gas prices. We got everything in the news, but man, we're like somebody was always getting shot or, and killed when we were growing up. There was always somebody fighting or somebody that's doing stuff or you know and. and that's something that they sensationalize. They want to hear about that. Well, yeah. I don't think that's cool. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, that's our uncle. He was where? No matter. Yeah. He, went, he, he went on vacation for a few years. It's all right. You know, <laughs> don't worry about him. He's, he's hanging out. Or he's still in. Where's uncle? Well, I haven't seen him in a while. He's, he's still doing it. They want to hear that. That's not cool to us. Mm. You know, I yeah. want to hear how you're getting healthy. I want to hear what's what's on your mind. You know, Bro, you know, you know, one thing, um, Kava, um, it's uh, I look at it this way. Uh, I know. People are talking about marijuana, cannabis, you know, the church. I'm, I'm an active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I do have a medical marijuana card. I went through the legal procedures. Can I get a copy uh, of it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, your last name starts with an S. Um, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. If the church has allowed you to use this, it means it's okay as long as you go through the proper channels, just like anything else. Yep. So, Mom. <laughs> Do you hear that? But 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 are, we have a stigma. Our, our people have a stigma. So uh, about marijuana. Why they used to smoke missy looky? What are you talking about? No, okay, anyway. So check check this out. <laughs> I I went to my mom was giving me trouble with kava, right? Because she says kava's in the church. I told her, no, it's not. I said I drank kava with uh, some general authorities. Don't worry wow. about it. It's all good. We won't say any names. And we won't say any names. Yeah. Um, wow. But but then she's then and she said um, and then I told her, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drink kava anymore, mom. She's <gasps> Guy, thank you, son. And I told her, I told her, but I have a medical uh, marijuana. She if I'm gonna money, go back to cover. I want, I want the truck. No, don't do a truck. You're gonna have uh, to aid yeah. before you have the you truck. Yeah, I have a mom. Olefa kanga the church. Let's. It's in the handbook. Yeah, the official. Uh, and and she just won't give in, right? So yeah. so for me, the coping is cover. And, and I I. I try to only stay as soon as I get to a point where I need to go sleep. I go sleep. I try to do it in non-moderation. But that's why we're trying to get Keaton to just take a cup, man. What you worried about, man? It's <laughs> yeah. not in the handbook. Uh, like, it's, it's totally legal. It's a tea. Uh, it's uh, if you go to the FDA, if you want to do legalities, it's classified by the FDA as a tea. Check Nothing more. Mm. Well, we noticed you brought in some uh, items in the. In the, mm, uh, I see a silver gel room. over there. Yeah. I'm very interested you want to talk in a little bit about them. I brought uh, this. I brought these for you guys. So each of you guys okay. have a bag. Mm. Uh, you know, sorry, Strons, I'm taking yours. You're not here. <laughs> You're here. You snooze, yeah. you but this is uh, these are guys. I'm um, actually doing some marketing for uh, Silver Biotics. They are a local company in American Fork. These are the products that I've been using that has been helping me keep uh, safe. Uh, I haven't had COVID. Uh, I haven't been tested positive. I'm not saying these are the things that have oh. stopped it, but I've been using it. And since I've been using it, I really have not been sick. So I brought some for you guys. It's so a that's silver not gel. for the itch? Uh, Wait. It's for your gel. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't Wrong bring the hemorrhoid cream. And then so these these ones here, these will make you guys will make uh, friends with your wives and your sisters and your cousins. These are, <laughs> these are all the face creams. Oh. No, that they're buying. They're super expensive. These are the ones that get rid oh. of the, 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 the wrinkles. Oh. So anyway, th these guys, they got Paul, all. Hey, hey, Paul needs your women don't wrinkle, man. Dude. 
not not on public, but they'll tell they're in private. They'll tell yeah. you they wrinkle. Yeah. Uh, and these are Sleepy Joe melatonin shots. Uh, they're kind of like Gava shots, but they're melatonin. Okay. So they help you sleep if you're having anxiety sleeping. I'll give you guys the website. You guys get all the information. Get it. Get it. it. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. put that on we'll our show. On. Let's let's shout it out right now. What's your website? Hustle. It's a long website. It's Silver Biotics. I'll, I'll give it to you guys. It's a long okay. website. Oh, okay. I apologize. Yeah. You know what? But that's that's what I'm doing. I'm doing marketing. Is what I'm kind of doing while I'm waiting to. Uh, but I'm waiting to go back. <laughs> That's what's so, so, right? so are there are there Damn active it. are there active dispensaries now that are open here in Utah? Oh, tons. They're all okay. over the state. Yeah. So, okay. um, you know, my personal opinion Cause is because I, I saw you you were broadcasting live at once. So go ahead and shout yes. them out. Uh, Dragonfly. There's Wholesome Co. The Block. It is. There's one in Park City. They're all over the place. Here, here's the thing um, about uh, cannabis. Um, that I find very interesting. If Polynesians had discovered marijuana before colonization, before Christianity, we would have probably just deemed it as another plant because it's a plant. Yeah. And we would have found some medicinal purposes. Imagine if the people, powers that be, had discovered kava the way they discovered marijuana. We would be fighting today to try to drink our traditional kava drink because somebody else said it was bad. Somebody else said it's not a medicine. When, if you fast forward it now, well, there are medical properties for marijuana, and we just didn't do our research. CBD, right? CBD, oh, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah. There's ways you can use the plant without having the high, and and but our people just don't understand that. They think that in order for the medicine to work, you have to be high. That's just a bonus, man. Right. Yeah. Like gava, gava is a medicine. Cataracts. Eventually, you're going to get to the cut, and that's that's just a bonus. The medicine's already been working in you. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. So I'm going to do it because my older cousin said it was good. So let's roll with that. No, the church said it's good. It's in the handbook. Right now, I've done the research. There's only two official religions that have put cannabis in their official documentation. Rastafarian Rastafarian. and the LDS church. I'm a Rastafarian. Can can you believe that? No, no. Rastafarian? Think about that. Only two religions have said cannabis is part of the, not, not a practice of the religion, that it's okay. Rastafarian. And the Mormons. Now, they didn't say it's part of their rituals. They're just saying it's okay. The Catholics haven't said that. The Protestants haven't said that. Wow. Only the Mormons and the Rastafari. That will be the hottest shirt here in Utah if we, if we print Bro, that shirt. If I was Keen, a missionary right now, I'd be baptizing people left and right. Keen, I'm telling you. Keen, we need to put a shirt out that says Rastamoran. Mormon. Mas, Rastaman. Rastamon. More Rastaman. Rostam. Mormon, wow. something like that. We're gonna figure well, it out, yeah. man. I tell you what, We're you guys are definitely out. remixing the word of wisdom. I tell you that. <laughs> it hasn't changed Remix. in moderation. It hasn't changed. It says in moderation. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, that's these. Are, these are all from from me. These are not doctrinal. Man, this is not from. These are my own the personal comments opinions. that we're just sharing here on the Good Story Podcast are not of ours, but. <laughs> because you know we can fight it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just trying to represent our people. Well, thank you for having me on. I know yeah. time is not cheap, and we're probably gonna need to wrap up. But I just want to say thank you to everyone. Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, if you got a dream, you got a hustle. Don't let nobody stop you. I know that's cliche, and people keep talking about it. But I came from uh, Compton, went to Samoa and Savai. <laughs> And I've been on some of the biggest stages in this country, and uh, I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm yeah, coming. Still yeah. yet to come. It ain't, it ain't it. Don't call it a comeback. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yo, well, but if you need a, a, a stunt double. Oh, no, Tanawai can't do it. He's, oh, he's busy. Yeah. 
Sorry, Tano. Hey. I know you're busy. I, I Big know. Buddha. Big Buddha. We want to thank Tano you way, for cousin. First of the rock all, you, you the rock. rock. You the rock. You the rock. You Taking the falls and the punches. You the one. You the rock. That's my cousin. Cue it up. Let's yeah. go. Well, we want to thank you for coming. All the way over here at the Good Story Podcast. We, Anytime we want to thank you. you for being in our living rooms. Oh, thank you for giving time. back to Utah. We know you got something big coming up later on this year. Yeah, I can't wait. And thank you from the Good, good Story. Bye-bye. Get on our...